and welcome to the podcast for the journal Integrated Environmental Assessment and Management, better known as IEAM. I'm Jenny Shaw. The goal of any environmental monitoring program is to assess and protect the health of organisms being monitored. Yet the most common methods require the sacrifice of a large number of individuals just to collect enough data to ensure the well-being of the whole population. A new study published in IEAM set out to find a better way to monitor fish populations in Canadian waters affected by mining activity. Today we're talking with lead author Elise Cambites. Elise is a compliance and licensing specialist at Cameco Corporation. Hi Elise, thanks for chatting with us. Hi Jenny, I'm very excited to be here and tell you more about our recent publication. To start us off, what prompted you and your co-authors to write the paper? At the time, I had just finished my work term at a uranium mining company, and I was about to go back to university to complete my master's degree. I met with my now co-authors, Kelly Wells and Cass Rees, who had been trying to pull this paper together for quite some time and evaluate the environmental effects monitoring, or EEM, data that they had firsthand experience with from uh, their consultant work conducting these programs. The project just sounded very topical to me, and I knew from my industry experience that the concepts and questions driving it were being asked by stakeholders across Canada. So in the paper, you list a number of non-lethal endpoints for environmental effects monitoring. Are these data comparable to that for lethal sampling? Determining that was part of our research. To do that, we looked into a case study where Lethal and non-lethal sampling were conducted over two consecutive monitoring phases to determine if similar conclusions were made based on these two different sampling techniques, lethal and non-lethal. And so this was possible because although the methods for lethal and non-lethal differ, they are conducted on the same fish often and used to evaluate the same three response variables that are regulatory mandated for metal and diamond mining effluent regulations. And so those three response variables are survival, energy use, and energy storage. And so, for instance, reproduction is an energy use response variable that can be evaluated by comparing gonad weights between fish from a reference area and uh, fish from a lake exposed to treated mine effluent. This is a lethal endpoint. However, to evaluate uh, the reproduction non-lethally, the regulation guidance document suggests evaluating relative abundance of young of the year. That's determining the proportion of the population that is represented by young of the year fish. We found that lethal and non-lethal information did not always reach the same conclusion, with most of our comparisons only resulting in partial agreement between lethal and non-lethal results. As it stands right now, lethal sampling is uh, in the regulations and non-lethal is not. And it sounds like based on the reactions that we've gotten so far since the paper's been published, people would like to be able to incorporate more non-lethal sampling. Sure. If you can meet program objectives and avoid sacrificing fish, I'm sure everyone is for that. So I'm sure you're aware, but many researchers have been pushing for the elimination of animal testing. Do you think it's actually possible to get to that for environmental effects monitoring or is non-lethal sampling the best way to go? Yeah, well, the effect endpoints are what we measure for EEM programs in both lethal and non-lethal surveys to evaluate fish population health. They haven't changed since the program began in 2002. And 
we recognize that this is very beneficial for temporal consistency or comparing data from year to year, but it doesn't ensure that the endpoints are effectively meeting program objectives. And so it's quite possible that there are new methodologies that could replace fish surveys in assessing if mine effluent has an effect on fish populations, fish habitat, or fish use, but a comprehensive evaluation is needed. And so in its current form, the EM program represents a trade-off between the sensitivity and the reversibility of biochemical endpoints that are often non-lethal, but then they also take into account the ecological relevance of sampling site-specific species. So there are some new and emerging technologies that show, I think, great promise, such as portable ultrasound tools to non-lethally measure liver weight of fish, which is one of the regulatory mandated effect endpoints that we had just discussed. So that could maintain temporal consistency, but also avoid sacrificing fish. So I think that technology specifically shows great promise, but I think an evaluation should be done to ask bigger questions like, how do changes in liver weight actually affect the health of fish? If a bigger or a smaller liver is recorded, what does that actually mean? Right. So now having gone through this enormous exercise of evaluating the monitoring program for one country, do you have recommendations for other environmental effects monitoring programs around the world? Well, I want to be clear that there are many commendable features of the Canadian Metal and Diamond Mining EEM program. It's a large-scale monitoring program that really promotes a consistent and a science-based approach for industry. Uh, the results directly inform future monitoring decisions, which allows for adaptive uh, management approaches while providing an early warning of irreversible population effects. And it was originally based on stakeholder consultation. However, we believe that reevaluating these regulations and integrating stakeholder consultation is an important step towards effective EEM. Questions like, are program objectives being met or can they be met without sacrificing animals need to be asked? Yeah, well, we look forward to seeing the changes that follow in the wake of the publication and this podcast. There is certainly excitement around it in industry. We've been very excited by the support that the Mining Association of Canada has shown so far in spreading the word and getting it, uh, it out that this research has been published now. And uh, we're definitely seeing a shift towards more interest in non-lethal. And so we're hoping that really informs future monitoring decisions and future regulatory discussions. Thanks so much for talking to us today, Elise. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for expressing your interest and spreading that word even farther. You've been listening to Elise Cambites discuss her article, Evaluation of Lethal Fish Sampling and the Non-Lethal Alternative under the Canadian Metal and Diamond Mining Environmental Effects Monitoring Program. Access the article in the November 2019 issue of IEAM. Just go to SeaTacJournals.org. I'm Jenny Shaw, and thank you for listening to the IEAM podcast.